0: Hey there! Welcome to the second episode of Ghost Gusties. I'm your host, Gusty Murray, from Jordan, Minnesota. On today's episode, you are going to hear about a famous, well-known haunted house in Rhode Island called the Conjuring House. So, for today's episode, we'll be talking about the Conjuring House. It's a huge house with some chilling ghost stories that roam around there. You're going to learn about the background of it and then also some true scary stories that have happened there. Um, Many of you guys may have heard about this haunted house before. The stories that happened here were made into a movie. So stay tuned for later in the episode where you can hear more about how it was made into a movie and what happened in this large house in Rhode Island. So let's hop into it and get started. All right, let's get into it. The Conjuring House was built in 1736 in a small town in Rhode Island. The lot this home was settled on was 200 acres of property, and it was known that there was eight generations of family that have lived and died there. The spirits are still known to be roaming around the acreage of the large home. From an article posted on USA Today, they stated that Carolyn and Roger Perrin lived there from 1971 to 1980. They had five young girls that were traumatized from the many spirits living in their farmhouse. Just as a little bit of a heads up, the next bit of information may be a little triggering or discomforting. So, from another article on History versus Hollywood, they stated that over the course of many years, the house had been host to two suicides by hanging, another suicide by poison, and then a rape and the murder of a very young girl. There is also two drownings and the passing of four men that had frozen to death, plus many other unexplainable tragic deaths that have happened on the property. So I said earlier that there are five daughters that lived with their mom and dad in this farmhouse. One of the daughters... Um, Her name is Andrea and she's very open about her um, experiences that happened in the house over the many years. She wrote a book explaining um, her experiences and what she saw and you can buy it now and like read it. It's very cool but I'm not gonna buy it but (laughs) I think that it'd be an interesting thing to read if you were really um, interested in ghost stories. The rest of the daughters don't share their experiences because they don't want people to know about their traumatic experiences. They want to like keep it more to themselves. Yeah, so these stories, as you heard earlier, were made into a movie. The family's tragic experiences were made into a trilogy called The Conjuring and then Conjuring 2 and Conjuring 3. Ed and Lorraine Warren, which in real life are paranormal investigators, and they had a large part in the movie, and also in the parent family's life. The movie included an exorcism and a few other intense things to happen, and once the family moved into the house, um, they searched around like any normal family would, and they found a hidden basement. So stated on the article, History vs. Hollywood, it said that as soon as the family entered their eerie basement, they could feel the chilling spirits and energy from all the souls living there for the many, many years. And so for the next few minutes, we're going to be talking about the petrifying stories that have happened in the house. In the first years of the family living in the home, they would see tons of light flashes in rooms that did not contain a light or a lamp. The youngest daughter told her parents that she would see a person visit her late at night, and she explained that in the middle of the night it would feel that something was stroking her hair, but nobody was there. So simply the ghost was there to pamper her and just take care of her. And But one night, this ghost that would visit her and be nice to her took her feet and like pulled her, and then... He also took, like, the sheets off of her bed and, like, knocked off all the de- decorations on her nightstand and stuff, and that really traumatized the girl because she knew nobody was in there, but a ghost was practically taking control of her. The reason Roger was the only one to enter the basement was because he didn't want his daughters getting more in touch with the spirits living in their basement. Um, and he said that he could smell, feel, and hear the stinky presence of many spirits living and roaming around. There was one spirit that got in touch with the whole family. This spirit was known as Bathsheba Sherman. She was suspected to be a witch, and she also once lived in the house, but then later moved next door to the parents. The daughter told the reporter about the many things that she would do. For example, the mother Carolyn was laying on the couch one day when she felt a piercing pinch on her calf. She thought nothing of it, and then later when she looked back at her calf, she realized that there had been a dried up pool of blood in a a shape of a circle on her calf. There was an old tale that this witch would kill people with needles by stabbing them with it. It was said that Bathsheba died with a needle in her hand and now uses it to traumatize people who live in her house and her neighbors. So now that you know a few things about this big house in Rhode Island, we can dive in to whether or not it is believable. So now that we learned a little bit about the background of this house and some true scary stories and facts, let's get into whether or not it's believable. So, my opinion, I have seen two out of the three movies, and I remember the movies being super scary and just kind of like uneasy to watch. But I was also very young, so I feel like maybe now I could be able to watch them. Because the movies feel so real, I feel that I did believe. That it was a true story when I was watching the movies, but after going further into depth and actually reading about this house and um, the family's experiences that happened there, I I really do think that this house is haunted and that it has some very eerie ghosts roaming around. And also after hearing about um, the experiences that the family went through, like um, the stories with the daughter and the ghost pampering her. It seemed like something that would really happen, but she'd also be so petrified that it may not even feel real. And then also um, the story of the mother Carolyn getting pricked by the needle and then actually seeing blood on her calf and then later hearing about this old witch Bathsheba that would kill people with a needle that was her next door neighbor. It kind of seemed super real and just scary. So for my opinion, I believe that the conjuring house in Rhode Island is believable and true. So as you guys heard a little bit about the background of the house and then also some scary stories about what happened there, and my opinion on whether or not it's believable to be true. Let's wrap it all up. Alright, to start with wrapping this all up, I want to thank you guys for listening to my second episode and supporting me. As a little bit of an overview of what you heard, there was a little bit of background of The Conjuring House and then some chilling stories about what has happened there in the house and how it got made into a movie. Finally... You heard about my opinion whether or not everything is believable. So make sure to subscribe to the podcast on Creative Communications where you can find that on Apple Podcast or on Spotify. You can also follow us on Twitter at JHSCreativeCom and let me know what you think about these haunted areas and if you believe them to be true too. So stay tuned for the next Chilling Ghost Story posted on May forth. I hope I didn't scare you too much, because I can't wait to spook you in the next episode. Talk to you next time on Ghost Gusties.